Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. Passager just published its annual poetry contest issue, with work from 40 honorable mentions plus the winner. Next week's Burning Bright will feature work by 2021 Passager poet Gail DiMaggio. On this episode, four pieces from that issue by other poets. Marie Focchio said she's fascinated by the high bun, a poem that combines haiku with a short prose selection. The two forms echo, but do not directly imitate each other. She said, The high bun provided the perfect hybrid form for expressing my feelings about writing a memoir. The family asks me again and again, Mom, why don't you write your memoir? I give them excuses. Later. I don't have time right now. They keep pestering me. Mom, you have lots of time. I smile and move away. Perhaps someday soon, but I know that day will never come. The past belongs to me alone. Labyrinthian. Darkness and terror and rage. Why would I return? Memoir by 96-year-old Marie Fokios. The haiku, by the way, is at the end of the poem. You can see it more clearly if you click on the written transcript of this program. Gail Newman said she's been writing about and puzzling over time and memory, how the present holds the past, how some memories brighten while others fade and grow dim. Here's her poem, Snapshot. My father snapped a Kodak as I balanced on the raised stone ledge of a fountain, waving to my mother, who stood at the hospital window in a striped bathrobe, her eyes shadowed with pain. Or was it loss? My father's hand of vice on my ankle, capped in cotton socks, the Mary Jane buckles linked on the last hole. I was seven, maybe eight. At what age do we begin to remember? And what does the mind choose, if it is a choice, to forget? So much is lost to me now, and so much once lost comes back. The sun's panels laid flat on the walkway, and the spice of grass freshly cut, jasmine billowing along the fence, and doves, not the faces but their song, a kind of music, like moaning or prayer. Memory, I haul it behind me, A red wagon trundling on crooked wheels. Snapshot by Gail Newman Coincidentally, this next poem, Mamaw's Quilt by Colleen Anderson, begins with a snapshot. Colleen said she met the women of the Cabin Creek Quilts Cooperative in West Virginia in 1970 while she was working with Vista. I have a faded snapshot of Mamaw and her quilting bee. Vic Haggerty lived in a tent all winter back in the time of the mine wars. Ada Thompson hauled her water halfway up a mountain every day. Lena Hawkins lived through the flood of 19 and 16, married four men. And Gracie, she could shoot a gun, kill a copperhead from 50 yards. My mamaw was the youngest one, but mamaw was the artist. They call it patchwork, making pieces into something whole making small things into something larger, making friendships, making beauty out of something someone else would throw away, making good, making do, making new. Quilts to keep us warm on winter evenings, quilts to hold us when we sleep or when we lie awake in pain and worry, 
quilts to cover us with love and stories, when we couple, when we dream, when we birth, and when we die. Don't put it up and save it, Mama told me. You use that quilt. I want to think you'll wear it out. And so I did. I took that quilt to college and to marriage, played with my babies on those patches until they fell to threads beneath my fingers. Nobody throws a quilt away. Sometimes they're lost in floods, burned up in fires. When poor old Sadie couldn't wag her tail, we laid her down and wrapped her up and buried her in Mamaw's flower garden. You know, we really loved that dog. Mamaw's quilt, Colleen Anderson. Colleen said, At 71, I have a creaky spine and a toddler's enthusiasm for every new day. Jan Mordensky said that her poem, Making Lace, quote, began as a longer poem, but the venerable Ted Couser suggested I cut subsequent stanzas. His recommendation and his own remarkable works remind me that when it comes to poetry, if the images are arresting and the words well chosen, less is more. Jan Mordensky dedicated this poem to Ted Couser. Making Lace their hands joined as if in prayer, their eyes cast down as if in modesty or meditation. They would sit in a circle, crocheting lace. These were my aunts, my mother and grandmother among them, their legs stretched out before them, their slender ankles crossed. Viewed from my perch on the stairs, they seemed to form a doily themselves, or a sort of rose window, each of them in their flowery dress, a pane of this life they shared together, a colorful window, illumined beauty. Jan Mordensky's poem, Making Lace. To buy Passager's 2021 Poetry Contest issue, or to subscribe to or learn more about Passager and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and various other podcast apps. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, and the rest of the Passenger staff, I'm John Shore.